Good evening and welcome back to the Perspective Podcast, uh, episode number seven, uh, part two with Counselor Chico. Um, on this half of the pod, me and Chico, we discussed uh, going into 2020, the expectations, um, living and surviving the COVID era. Um, we discussed social injustice, uh, the murders of Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, Alton Sterling, amongst others here in America. Uh, what does slavery reparations look like for us? Um, future 106 Radio, as he is, uh, he has his show, Chico's Dose of Reality, and he discussed uh, other festivities that Future 106 does for the city of Alexandria, Louisiana. And we also got into some politics and, and voting, the importance of voting. And so, uh, without further ado, this is part two to Counselor Chico, episode seven. Enjoy. Um, so it's 
I've been doing a lot of research in, in a in a business venture that I I really want to think about doing, but uh, but also you know pushing forward to basically find that person that that <laughs> I hate to say uh, cliche and and uh, sound like Doctor Evil. <laughs> You complete me, <laughs> but I, I need I need somebody that's gonna compliment me, not be me, but compliment me. Yeah, and uh, that's that's my motivation right now in twenty twenty is those three areas. Uh, so that's why I am in twenty twenty. So shout out to twenty twenty one because we gonna keep it going. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And so, you know, late last year, we saw the COVID, you know, uh, wave moving from the other side of the world to, you know, the Middle East and then to Europe. And then it made it overseas. <laughs> and then it made it to America and then it made it to South America. And it's, it's definitely global now, right? Yeah. And, you know, Looking at it on the news, because I was watching before it, you know, became a thing here in America, and it's, I didn't think that we would be here um, in America, but hey, look at administration, at least that's supposed to be the nation, but uh, here we are, uh, you know, administration, does, they don't do their job correctly, and, you know, it's it's caused a lot of death. Uh, a lot of people have lost, not just people, but uh, their livelihood, their homes, uh, just mm-hmm. their just their everyday peace. And that's changed everything how we do from, you know, it's the club life is not even just the club life, just social life in general. Uh, you have to be very, very careful about how we go about things. You know what I'm saying? And yep. And who would have ever thought that we would be that we would be walking around with face masks on, on on a daily basis? You know what I mean? Like inside, outside. Um, I'm not I'm not sure about anybody else, but you know I I I'm one of those people that have to be careful because I have a history of asthma. I've, you know, uh-huh. had that had that my whole life. So anytime people start saying things like air quality and you gotta. Uh, that COVID deals with, um, it slows your breathing and it causes breathing problems. That's definitely a cause for pause for me. Because um, uh-huh. I don't, I don't know about you know you or any of the listeners, but I've been on the brink of death a, a couple times due to due to asthma attacks. So been there, and both of those have been on the basketball floor. But I've been there twice. <laughs> I never want to go through that again if I have anything to do, you know, or if I can prevent it. Trust me, I will. But how did you just how – how do you think that things will be going forward from social life to uh, just just everything overall, social life, and just when do you think that we're going to get up out of this? Uh, okay. In, in the famous words of your uncle. Welcome to the new normal. Uh, this is going to be the new normal. I just want people to realize that this is the new normal. So either you accept it and go forward or 
you stay behind and you continue to get sick and you continue to get other people sick and you keep the trend, keep on going. Uh, until people accept the fact that, you know, we're going to have to change the way we live our life. We are. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people ain't, cause, you know, <laughs> I know you used to watch me and your brother, uh, play basketball and, and different stuff. And we used to drink behind each other through the water holes and all, <laughs> all, uh, a water bottle, a Gatorade bottle, yada, yada, no backwash. That's what we always used to say. But ain't nobody doing that no more. Ain't nobody about to drink behind nobody else. Again, yeah, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's a wrap now. So that lifestyle is going to change. You know, uh, I know a lot of people that go to clubs, they put their drinks down and they, they turn their backs on it. Yada, yada. I bet they ain't going to drink that some bitch no more. Or they ain't going to pick it up no more. That motherfucker is over with. That's and, a wrap. And, and you shouldn't have been doing, people shouldn't have been doing that in the first place because it's mad creeps out here. It's a bunch of creeps out here in the world. Exactly. So, it, it, it's about to get worse, you know, but, uh, I think we can get out of this situation. We can, but it's going to take a, a United States team effort to get it done. And, the only way you can get it done is if you cooperate, you do what they ask you to do. Uh, I know a lot of people say, if you don't want to wear a mask, don't wear no mask, yada, yada. Wear a damn mask. Uh, yeah. it's not, it, it's, it's, it's not going to kill you. It's not. And, and I'm, I'm mad at the fact that some people are giving some people loopholes to not wear a mask. No offense. Cousin, uh, one is, is y'all. Ones with asthma don't have to wear a mask. I don't agree with that. Uh, uh, so, and I, I think because they're giving loopholes loop and and stuff like that, that's giving people a reason not to wear masks, not to take precautions. And the yeah, other thing, is, the other thing is this. Because he ain't going to do it, but I'm going to just say it out loud. Uh, if 45 are the government, would just shut down. Yes. Yes. All all travel bans uh, across state lines for 14 days. If they just do it for 14 days or 21 days, I guarantee the numbers would go down. Preach. If you just stop people from crossing state lines, the reason why it, the reason why it was passed around in the United States because people were traveling and did not know that they had things going on in their bodies. So they've been all over the United States, different areas, and it trickled to different states and it attacked the United States. So I want people to understand if if your governors are, uh, by the grace of God, Trump say, uh, cancel all travel ban across state lines for 14 to 21 days. And let's just see if the numbers go down. If the numbers go down, then we know what the problem is. You're allowing, you're allowing people to travel in cars, airplane, and 
go to these infected areas and not take I'm not say I'm not gonna say not take uh, precautions. They may have taken precautions but not as well as they should have. Yeah. And they come back to their home and infect other people. Thanks. And not know it. Uh so yeah. So it's just it's it's gonna take it's gonna take a group effort. It's gonna take the government and the states to take a front a two steps forward to make sure that this happens. But you have governors and you have presidents and you have elected officials that are so scared and I don't understand, so scared of the economy just crashing. Yeah. And but you make your own money. I don't, I don't get that. But anyway, uh <laughs> That's a whole that's a whole deeper and, conversation. Some people and, may not understand that part. And you bar. burn you burn old money every two years. Why burn it? <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. But I'm just saying, that's just me. And I'm just a little peasant. But anyway. Uh but but that's 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 a good point though, you know what I'm saying? Like about people just cutting down on traveling. By the way, I and this is just a side note. Personally, I enjoyed those uh Shut down gas prices. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm still enjoying it this year. It has been forever since it's been a dollar seventy nine somewhere. I like, oh lord. Like, let me pull over right now. You don't have to make no life decision at the gas station no more. Thanks. Like, do I need to eat today, or do I need? I, I, I can get I, No, I can <laughs> eat and get gas. Don't let. So, don't let me go to Bucky's. Oh boy, I'm about to eat um, and get gas. <laughs> like like the real Bucky's, you know, the real Bucky's. Some people may have seen like the Bucky's uh A minus, but there is uh <laughs> the real Bucky's and ladies and gentlemen, if you have never been up to a Bucky's ever in your life, it is a, it, it is a place like no other. Fuck around and go to a Bucky's on like a holiday weekend, like Memorial Day, just, Labor Day, just, just just or just go. How about that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you can Man. It'll, it'll turn into a full episode. It, it, it will, because i tell you one thing. When I met Bucky's, <laughs> I, had, I had to go to the bathroom really, really, really bad. When I say Bucky's got the cleanest bathroom and I have ever seen to be a community bathroom, I swear... You feel like you was at home, like, oh boy, this is good. This is good. It just, it just felt comfortable. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. So, and some buckets got TVs in their damn uh, stall. Oh, I'm man. just saying, man. It's it's one on uh, what is that? That's 45 North headed to Dallas, and I think that's right above. It might be Huntsville, or it's a little after Huntsville, but dog. That Bucky's is like Bucky's on steroids. Like it's all kind of TVs <laughs> all over the place in the bathroom. It's clean, and for the for the people that's never experienced social life, uh, night social nightlife out here in Houston, there are butlers and janitors in the bathroom always, right? And that's mm-hmm. the club. There are butlers and janitors around the clock inside of Bucky's that are 
cleaning things, and this is pre-COVID. They are cleaning things. They are handing you towels. They are uh, they are pumping the soap for you, so you don't have to pump the soap for you. Like it's it's a full experience. Like it's a full experience whenever you go to Bucky's. So oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely it's, Bucky's is an experiment, and dear God, there's no way that you can social distance in Bucky's <laughs> now that I think about it. Uh, <laughs> but but. Uh, yeah, going back to your point about traveling, like that, that is a good point. You know, as soon as the borders were open from Texas to Louisiana, what? It's, it was, it was a, it was a flurry of people on, uh, from Instagram what? to Twitter to Snapchat. I ain't gonna lie. I, I ain't gonna lie. I was just about to pack my bags and come visit y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Until I saw them numbers, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. They got a fight. Mm-mm. I ain't going over there. Because, listen, I haven't, I still haven't, well, I, I lied, I did a little, I did a couple of things, man. I've been a couple, I've been a couple places, but, I've been a couple places, but, ah, uh, man, I'm, our cases are still spiking and going up and just moving in the wrong direction. And, uh, I appreciate the mayor. He's, uh, Mayor Turner, he's doing what he can to encourage uh-huh. people to social distance, wear your masks, to wash your hands, all, all standard things. And, that we should be doing. And side note, I don't, I don't know why I never thought about this before, but I, I should have, or we should have, like, um, you know those little towels that we have at the when well, nah, I, I'm not gonna say that because that's that's probably like a trillion dollar idea. I'm not gonna say that at all on the mic. I'll, I'll say that for later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll say that for later. Um, and so you know we have, we go into 2020, we see COVID is on the way, um. COVID happens, and then we have the murder of George Floyd that happened uh-huh. on camera. And uh-huh. where where we grew up, racism is a thing of it's it's natural. Like uh, we see people people walk around with Confederate belt buckles, Confederate jackets, Confederate uh-huh. Uh-huh. Re- rebel symbols on their vehicles. Flags have flown proudly in all throughout the year, 365 days of the year. Um, I've seen in some cases where the rebel flag is put above the American flag. And so for the people that are mad about the American flag outrage, please have that same energy towards those people, too. Um, and so George Floyd, the, the murder of George Floyd happens. The murder of Breonna Taylor happens. The murder of Ahmaud Arbery happens while he's jogging. And we're familiar with the Alton Serling murder in Baton Rouge because we're natives of Louisiana. Yeah. Um, and we're familiar with Gina, Gina Six. That goes back, uh, I believe that was 08, if I'm, if my memory serves correct, 07, 08. Uh, it was 07, right before Obama. Yeah. And so you have all those episodes. And so how has your, do you, how do you go about spreading social justice or having those difficult conversations with uh, people that don't have the same skin color as us or just people that are not black or Latino or Middle Eastern or Middle Eastern descent or Asian descent? Just or just if you're not white, how well, how do you go about explaining those things to white people that do not understand it? Well, first and foremost, uh I have not 
had the opportunity to sit down and really have a heart to heart with the uh with a Caucasian about these injustices. Mm-hmm. Uh when I did when when Alton Sterling situation um rest in peace. The person that I was talking to about that which was a Caucasian did not see it the way I interpreted it. Uh, the reason being is because, you know, you always, they always, okay, I said this on my podcast. Speak on it. Speak on it. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Speak um, on it. When, when I was growing up, and that was a while back, anyway, uh, when I was growing up, we looked at the police officers as a safe haven. Um, we looked at them as, uh, protectors. Uh, we looked at them as sometimes as role models. Uh, yeah. Uh, I remember when I was growing up that, uh, you know, you had dare, but you also with dare, you had lock-ins with you know, police officers that mentor, you know, young men and sometimes young women. I can't remember if, if the girls was with us all the time or not. But they would mentor us and, you know, talk to us about drugs, talk to us about bullying, talk to us about uh, making the right choices, uh, talk to us about uh, things that you want to accomplish uh, or be when you grow up, yada, yada. And uh, what do you do when this situation happens? That situation happens. Uh, learning the ins and outs of calling 911 to help somebody. Uh, those were the days when cops were protecting and serving. Uh, nowadays, you have some officers, I'm not going to say all, you have some officers that are deciding when to protect and when to serve. Facts. When you fact when you take when you take an oath, you take an oath to protect and serve a community that trusts trust you and have and funded you and also have certified you as a man or a woman of law. And you are we are trusting you to protect us and to serve our community to the best of your capabilities. Now, I said all this to say this about my conversation with uh, a guy I chose to talk to about Alton Sterling situation. His thing, his rebuttal, and it's always been a rebuttal to all Caucasians in situations like this. Is, and this was his exact word, Chris, why he just didn't leave. I said, excuse me? There's no, oh my God. Why, why he just didn't leave? They called the cops. They, they, he should have left, you know, and the, the, the situation would have been, uh, over with. I said, okay. 
But let me let you in on something. He was he was there, but the person that called the cops lied on him and said he had this, 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 and this, and other. And when they come to find out that he didn't have those things and was not doing those things, it escalated to a shooting, which took that man's life off of hearsay. Hearsay. There you go. And never could find a gun on him. The first thing that they said was, he reaching for a gun. The man was trying to live. And that's what he was trying to do, basically. Because I'm about to get upset about that that conversation again. But anyway. uh, And until the opposite races race are willing to understand and put themselves in our shoes as African Americans of everyday life. Because I've never and correct me if I'm wrong, uh look I've never been pulled over to be told that I was driving correctly and thank you for being a great citizen. Uh, I've been pulled over and searched for a lot less. I I have been pulled over. I've I've been put on a curve. Yeah. I have I have been handcuffed. Handcuffed. I've been I've been searched. I've been uh, I've been tased before. Yeah. Um, I've been pepper sprayed. So, so it's it, it's bad. And the and the first thing that they always want to reach for is, I was scared for my life. So, I'm going to put a metaphor out, okay? If you were scared for your life, how you think black folks feel when you take them out their cars uh, in today's society, the way things are going right now? Uh, why y'all think black people are recording every time they get pulled over now is because we are scared for our lives at all times. All times. Mm-hmm. Anytime we step out of the house, shit, you don't even have to leave the house no more. Uh, it, it has come to, to everybody's attention now because of George Floyd. And Brianna Taylor and and uh, just Ahmaud Arbery, Eric Garner. We can go on and on, on and on. Trayvon Martin and uh, don't even start by Trayvon Martin because that little bat, uh, that 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 shot. Yeah, yeah. he 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 finding skittles bags as autographs. But anyway, uh, Florida boys. Sort of boys should have handled it that by now, but we don't. We don't condone violence. No, we don't. Even though they think we are aggressors, we are always the aggressor. Black people have always been like the forgiving people, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we, we we have they have been they have been, but now it is it is the time where black folks are tired of being terrified and tired of being pulled over for no reason. Uh, 
antagonized everything. And it and it's coming off wrong because of the frustration, and they end up, you know, getting in more trouble or sometimes death. Uh, if we can come to to a neutral ground and to answer your question about how do you go about conversation with with the opposite race is basically you got to pick the person mind and basically flip it on to get them to realize what we have always realized is basically get them to put themselves in those shoes and put their child in that shoe because I guarantee that face expression is going to change once you say their child's name and he was shot and killed by a police officer for grabbing his wallet, for grabbing his cell phone, for, for grabbing his license, grabbing his license. Um, shit, you can be sitting in the vehicle with your, your daughter. Your wife, just like the brother and uh, the other brother in uh, Minnesota, so that was murdered. So it it's going to have to be a round table discussion for them to understand. Um, so uh, to go to go off of what you said, the the rebel flag and all these rebel uh, statues and everything like that. Um, they get so mad about it because that's history. Okay, I get that. I, I get that, but we don't celebrate losers. Let's talk I, about. I, it. I have never seen a Super Bowl where they celebrated the winners and losers. I've seen them celebrate the winners every time. Every time, World Series, Houston uh, <laughs> Astros won. I don't see the second runner-ups in in the uh, on the field jumping up, getting the confetti in their hair and and celebrating and crying. Or they might be crying because they crying because they lost. But uh, if that was the fact, that's why you want it there. Why don't why we don't uh, study Black history? in schools other than February. And on to, to add on to that point, that's a great point right there. That, besides the fact that February is the shortest month in the year, besides that, mm-hmm. that point, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Real black history is not taught. Like, who created, who created, you know, washing machines, just using examples, who created the wrench? Uh, and why do they call it the monkey wrench? For those of you that do not know, go look up who created the wrench, and then I want you to put two and two together and figure out why they call it a monkey wrench. <laughs> um, and just just things of that nature, like real history. And it don't even just have to be – of course, it's black history, but history as it's really told. Let's speak the truth, you know? Take it back on for what you said. Uh, I guarantee people don't realize who invented the first phone, who yeah. invented who invented the the uh, 
caution light and, and the traffic lights. Who is it's just it's different stuff that you don't know and you take for granted. Because the cell phone in your hand would not exist if it was not for that brother that created the phone. Um, if y'all don't know what I'm talking about, uh, look up Bill South. That was owned by black folks. Anyway, um, even even whenever the I believe uh, the the lady that helped uh, NASA go into space, she was a numbers lady. She she helped you know when ships go up, you know one of the rocket rock yep. ships go up. Um, a black woman uh, helped with, I believe, LASIK eye surgery, if I'm correct. Yep. Um, it's the list goes on. You know what I'm saying? Like the list goes on with your your cardiovascular surgeons. You couldn't do a, a heart transplant without an assistant black surgeon that was on side of the Caucasian. Yep. So, so I want you to realize, you know, it's a lot of history. In blacks, it's a lot of history in white. It's a lot of history in Hispanics. It's a lot of history in everybody in every race, but we don't discuss it. Why? It's because they don't want to. But you have American history classes that don't discuss everything. You have uh, Louisiana history that don't discuss everything. Uh, it's just if you're going to use a textbook, go through everything. Don't skip over chapters because you don't want to discuss those chapters. Uh, and we wouldn't have a problem with our Confederate flag if it didn't remind us of the past. And if that was the fact, you know, if, if we all want everything back to where it was, then we all would go back to where we came from because we was not on United States ground. There was only Indians on United States ground. You need to go back to England and we need to go back to Africa. Yeah. So, uh, it's, 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 deep. it's, 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 it's deep. So and the, even he, even down even down to some of the Native American tribes that were in on slavery too, and that's that's another part that uh, it's another hidden part of of history that people don't discuss. But Native Americans were in in on it too. A, a select group of tribes were not not mm-hmm. all Native Americans, but a select group of tribes, popular mm-hmm. tribes. Yep. So it's just we got we we got to learn we got to learn how to unite. And and be multicultural because they they do teach that class people in in college multicultural issues. Uh, I advise y'all to take that class. But anyway, uh, you got to be able to understand other races. Uh, Prime example, uh, you know, Hispanics and Hispanic wives, Hispanic men and Hispanic wives have a different relationship than Asian uh, husbands and Asian wives. Everybody is treated differently in their household, and everybody do different things in the household. Uh, So everybody's different. We can't all be the same. 
And to go back on the aggression part that everybody want to say black men are always aggressive, it's a reason why they're aggressive. It's in our blood and it's in our genes because of all the whippings and the hangings that happened to our ancestors and to to some some sometimes ourselves. Uh, we have to be aggressive. It's you know it's in our blood. We have it's to, in our DNA at this point. And and so in order to break that trend, you got to go back in history to break what you did. And I know a lot of white folks that say, man, y'all just got to get over it. Like, shit. Shit. Uh, Hell, you talking about? I don't know how you supposed to get over something that you never acknowledged that you even was guilty of doing. Your ancestors were guilty. guilty but y'all have, y'all have never acknowledged that it was a wrongdoing. Other than select few people, and I and and I applaud those select few people, but there are still people out there that think slavery was not wrong. It was a business decision. Excuse me, Kanye West. Uh, but we're not, we're not going there because that boy lost all respect respect for me when he said Harriet Tubman didn't do nothing for slave for the slave. I like right. what, right? <laughs> and, but, and you know, but it's it's definitely one of those. And and you hinted at some, you hinted at something there uh, while you was speaking, and you were you said uh, acknowledgement of yep. slavery and the things that have happened there uh, throughout. And during this as well, this has been a, one of those questions that I've asked people too. Is what does um, Slavery reparations. What does that mm. look like? What does that look like to you? Like, what exactly is that? Like, what? what Man, I would, I would settle for. Let's see. <sighs> there was get, gentlemen, get, and, and I'll, get, I'll let you get, go ahead. Get, give me my land. Give me my land, and grant me a thousand dollars extra a month. For my for reparations, I'm good for the rest of my life, and I'm and and I accept that all black folks should get at least a thousand dollar stipend every month, just for until death, or until 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 death, or until what? Yeah, yeah, until death because. Being a, being being a citizen of America, like would you have to get your reparations and you have to get your social security. So get your social security and you get your your due and mm-hmm. you get your land that you live freely on and it goes from there. There was a gentleman, I believe he may be a uh, he may be on the board for BET. Um and he presented something. It was, it was along the lines of, uh, I think everybody gets every, every black woman and man will, would receive. I think it was like, like two hundred thousand. Uh, I think it was like two hundred thousand or three hundred thousand up front, 
and then from that point it was it was along the lines of what you were saying. He was he said something like uh like an additional two thousand every quarter or mm-hmm. every other month. It was it was something along those lines like that, on top of land, property, things of that nature. Um or, or they could do it easy. Well, it's not enough, but hey, I'm I'm just thinking to myself, even if they give us like you know an acre, an acre of land to each black person, and four hundred dollars a week for the rest of your night, for the rest of your life. That's for four. That's for four hundred years of bondage and slavery. That's a good point. That's a good point. And so it, that's that's the way I would handle it. Yeah. And we and we already hinted at defunding the police earlier, and uh, defunding the police, it's or, or police departments altogether, and you shuffle that money around. Pardon me. You shuffle that money around into different places like education. You shuffle that money around into uh, reparations. You shuffle that money around into fixing public transit. You shuffle that money around into uh, housing. You shuffle that money around into housing for the less fortunate. Um, yep. And even and even fixing your your local uh, donation places like Salvation Army, Goodwill. Habitat for Humanity, if you have one in your community or your area, just things like that. Like that's that's what defunding the police means to me, and that money definitely goes into education for the youth, not just for sports. And please don't think that I'm just meaning just that, but just uh, the education needs a, a whole reform, just like the police needs a whole reform, and the the justice system overall too. And uh, earlier. You hinted at uh, Future 106 Radio and Chico's yep. Dose of Reality. Um, mm-hmm. Give us give us the background. How did Chico's Dose of Reality come about? And was it just, just how did it come about? And how did Future 106 come about? First and foremost, uh, it's not just me. Uh, it's, it, it was a collective group of people. Um, Shout out, shout out to uh, Spade. Shout out to Kim, the true lady. Uh, shout out to Janae. Shout out to TJ. Uh, shout out to Jay Rich. He helped us out a lot. Yes, uh, Also, shout out to. Uh, <laughs> I, I know I can't believe I'm saying this. Shout out to Ken. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, and shout out to, uh, DJ Prestige. Um, uh, who else was part of it? Uh, shout out to Juicy. Um, it was a, a collective group that came together and decided, you know what, we're gonna, we're gonna do this. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna be the first black online radio station in Sin Law. I said, okay, cool. And shout, real big shout out to my girl, Kim. Um, she and I were, became friends prior to Chico Dose Gravity and uh, uh, 
Future 106. Mm-hmm. Um, she she helped out with uh, campaigns and stuff like that. And um, our family is big in in politics, so um, so I met her through that. And through that, you know, she asked me, you know, you seem you seem like you're interested in something. I said, yeah, I'm interested in. <laughs> this is my exact terminology. I won't be the next uh, Steve Harvey. <laughs> no, it's but, but uh I said I want to do a spinoff off of a mixture of Steve Harvey and Ricky Smiley, and have a talk show and talk about dating, talk about politics, talk about social issues and cultural issues. And she was like, cool, come by, such and such and such and such. I want you to meet somebody and we'll talk about it. I said, all right, cool. So met with her, Ken and Spade, and it was like, what you want to do? What you, how you see it? So I see it like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, cool. When you want to start? I said, well, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you want to start? I said, shit, we can start tonight. So that night, we got with Fiverr. We got with different companies that can come up with logos. And I got my logo. We got, uh, I did a promo video, uh, whatnot. And that's how that got started back in 16, 2016. And the online radio station was, was right next to both Kim and I's podcast. And it just went up. And all the local, all the local artists around town wanted 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 to have a venue or a out a outlet to get their music out and to get their artistic word out. Um, so, so that's how we were able to come about with that idea because it was a need. It was a need and it was a desire and it just prospered. It just, it just, it just, it, it banged. Uh, and still going and, and still going and still, uh, Tico Dosarelli has went from 200 viewers to 500 viewers to 800 viewers to now I'm now listening by I think I'm at almost 1,100 uh, followers right now. Uh, there you go. And still climbing, uh, and still wanting more. Uh, so it's just it. It's a need to have a an outlet for reality uh, talk. Uh, not sugar coated, not uh, not just not, not just the the regular cookie cutter, just not edited. That's what I'm about to say. It, yeah, nothing edited about about those rallies. No. Nothing edited about uh a true lady uh catch the teeth so the true lady. It's nothing edited with future one hundred six. Uh, no. <laughs> everything everything that we we have said on air or on the podcast or on <clears throat> on our own 
terms or platforms. Uh, it's straight from us, it's straight from the heart, straight from my our opinion, um, which comes with your amendment, uh, freedom of speech. Um, so it, and <laughs> a lot of people that come on the show be like, man, I can say this. Man, you can say what the hell you want to say, shit. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Y'all, y'all <laughs> giving me the the privilege to be there countless times. Whether if I was, whether if we were actually doing a show, or either just, or either if I was just in town, or just whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all, it's, ladies and gentlemen, like it's definitely one of those experiences that you you should tune into, you should listen uh, across the board, across the board. Yeah, it it it's to the point where you know people people used to just well before COVID, uh, people used to come back and just sit in there and just listen and drink yeah. and talk and we we just we just talk and 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 be talking about real stuff, but you know cracking jokes at the same time, but you know it's just it's just you got to get the the reality of the community, a voice to say something, mm-hmm. and that's that's what it's for. That's what both platforms are for. Uh, Kim normally does, you know, celebrity news, and and uh, she does dating topics, relationships, and uh, and and talk about new music. Uh, she. <laughs> She's big on new releases. Uh, yeah, she's I, on it. I, 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 I'm not so big on new releases now unless I like that shit. <laughs> hey. hey. Uh, and, you know, and you know what I'm saying? So it was, I, I really do enjoy how the whole operation has grown. Um, mm-hmm. And just, even just being in there from how it looked on day one to the next time I came back and then it looked different. And then another time I came back and it looked different. And you definitely see the the growth in the entire operation, and not just on your not just on your show, but Kim's show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's been developments all across the board, and oh yeah. And I so, know that that's come with challenges in between, and the, <laughs> the space the space is needed, like you say, because it's every everyone's music or everyone's wording and it's it's not the it's it's hard to get like radio play on on anything nowadays and y'all it's hard to get it's hard to get radio play and legally doing it yeah because you got some DJs that are doing illegal stuff and charging for people to get radio play and they're not supposed to charge for radio play yeah so it's just yeah that's just a little quick snippet for everybody we don't charge uh, to play your record. We charge to promote it and to to put it out on all social medias for you. So we don't. We're not getting you to pay us to play your record. We're getting you to pay us to promote it, to push it, to tell people about your your record, to tell people about what you're doing with, and and whatnot. So uh, that's what you pay us for. Uh, so basically, we we are a radio station that does promotion. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's all true. It's all true. So, uh, 
so that's that's basically what we do on a normal basis. Uh, and what what was cool about, and I'm not sure if you caught on on how the system was working. Uh, you know, down the hall is a radio producer, uh, a music producer. I mean, and whenever they finish a record. It was an easy access to get it, you know, already in rotation by by just walking down the hall. Walking down the hall, and, and that that's all it was. It, it was a transaction between two black business owners and pushing each other. Solid man. Solid man. Solid so, man. It, so it it's and and now we got another uh, uh, music producer in there, Area Sixty One. Shout out JB, uh, J Scales. Uh, but, um, now it's, 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 it's the same flow, basically. It's, as soon as they finish the music, they come down, do an interview, we put it in rotation. Uh, or if it's not rotation, we do an interview, put it on our, our fan page, and people can see and hear the song. Uh, yeah. And they get, and they get that feedback damn near instantly. Yeah, and they do. Yeah. Um, I got a lot of people in New Mexico and different places that, that say they heard some some of the local music out here, and they were like, "Man, I like him. He fire." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just you know, we, these brothers, some of them have work ethic. Some of them need to work on their work ethic. But the ones that are pushing and are putting out work. uh I'm, I'm shoot out some names. Holly Two Time, uh, uh, you got Groove, you got Bars, you got J. Will Special, you got Easy to Exclusive, uh, you got, uh, it's so many, uh, <laughs> that I mess with, uh, you got J. Mac, uh, you, you get, you got different local artists here. That, which is hard, and I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Speak on it. Come on. I, Come on. I, I know. I know you're gonna agree with me. It's yeah, hard. To it's hard to sell to your own people. Yep. And that's the that's the downfall of being here. And you have to. You have to put yourself out there in different venues, different different states, or different uh, cities, and get your stuff out. And, you know, it's only a select few that do that. Shout out to A.J. Felton. He, do, he does that. He, he lives in Alabama, but he's from L.A., but he come here and, and record. He can easily record in Alabama. Yeah, every time. Uh, DZ, uh, DZ, records his own stuff now. He he's learned how to record his own self. So it's it's ways to do it. You you just gotta have that work ethic. Uh uh and these people are on title. They have their music on title, they have their music on uh Spotify, they got their music on uh Apple, they got their music on it's people that y'all can listen to that y'all can just be like, okay, let me let me check them out. I heard I heard Chico say this dude here is cool. Man, I'm telling you, y'all gonna thank me in the morning. Because yeah. 
every last one of them, I can tell you right now, every last one of them can go. And if you don't believe me, look them up. Uh, it, it's just, it's so much talent here and it's just like people, like they did a showcase at a, at a, at a spot. And, you know, you had, uh, Billy Brasco, the lead, uh, in Maine, the lead entertainers. But before them, they, they had all these locals that I'm talking about, you know, opened up for them. Yeah, Jasmine Nye, that's a female rapper from, from Elliot. Uh, you got Keys, that girl can go. I'm telling y'all. Uh, she on a lot of Jay Wills uh, stuff. She on a lot of groove, groove stuff. Uh, singing. Singing and rapping. She can sing and rap. So it's just a lot of talent here. And it's just, and that's why Future 106 was so prosperous. You know, because it was a need and a want, and they they used it to the best of their ability, and they uh-huh. still are, and yeah. <laughs> still asking uh, Kim, uh, I need to do this, do this, da 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 da. Uh, Chico, push this for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's just different stuff. Uh, you just gotta you just gotta listen to it, man. It's, I be sending you stuff uh some of they send me. Yeah, so you, can listen you, to it. you definitely <laughs> forward forwarding in music before, for real. And another another thing that I do like about what what y'all do as well, you know what I'm saying, not only is it just a facility, you know what I'm saying, where people come through, come kick it, but y'all also have thrown a festival before, the Culture Fest. And yep. speak speak on Culture Fest a little bit. Culture Fest is through uh non profit Organization that was created by a true lady and, and a guy named James and a whole bunch of other folks. Uh, Jay Rich was part of that group too. Uh, uh, Feature 106 was a sponsor to that group. Um, it's basically AES creators that decided to come together to do uh, a nonprofit with all the creative minds of the Sin Law area. It don't necessarily have to be from Ellie. You can be from Pineville, Tioga, uh, Marksville, yada, yada, anywhere, uh, that's in the yeah, central Louisiana area. And, uh, basically give back to the community, give back to the kids. Uh, Culture Fest was all about the children. Uh, given, I think the first year they gave out, uh, 50. No, not 50. Maybe a hundred book bags, uh, the first year. And that one book bag was left behind. Uh, uh, the next following year, they, they upped it. They did 500 book bags. Come on. That one, that, that one book bag was left behind. Um, that's what's really gangster. That's what's gangster and, taking care of your community. Like and that. while, while they doing all these things, there's, there's a number of, Black vendors, and I'm gonna say this: black vendors, black owners out there. You have black uh, uh, owners of uh, food trucks. You got ice cream trucks owned by uh, black folks. You had uh, um, 
what's the other vendor that was out there? Uh, Snow Cone, uh, vendor by blacks. Um, and while out there, yeah, Greeks, the, the last time they did, they did a, uh, a yard display, like at, at HBCU. They yeah, had them all with the letters, with all the letters, uh, lit up. So, um, and while everybody is out there, you know, it's like a cookout, basically. But while you're at the cookout, you got a concert with all local rappers and singers that wanted to participate. And and some of them had to audition. I ain't going to lie. Some of them had to audition. Because you ain't just go go up there and, and rap <laughs> just, do, just do anything. Like, <laughs> right. Just do anything. Uh, but, yeah, you had to sing, submit your music. If your music got picked by the committee, then you you in rotation. Yeah. But uh, the other thing is, uh, this last year, uh, D1 came and rapped out of New Orleans. Um, so he he came out and he like, man, he appreciate everybody that was out there. And it was a lot of people out there for. Now I ain't gonna lie, if you had a shit out there, <laughs> 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 that's just. Yeah. At deep in summertime weather, and uh, shout out to True Later, but damn it, Kim, it was hot. <laughs> uh, yeah, we gotta do something. We gotta do something. We gotta move that to the fall. We gotta move that to the fall. Let's do something, baby. Let's do something. No, no, let's do it at night. <laughs> right. Yeah. Let's start, let's, let's start at six. <laughs> yeah, that Louisiana heat don't play. I promise it don't play. Lord. But yeah, we we gave it, and we also gave out free food. Like we cooked burgers and hot dogs, and gave it out to to people that just just come walk off on the street. I guess uh, it, it didn't matter who was there. Uh, but as long as everybody had a good time and everybody had uh, spoke about a good time, the other thing that uh, they also did was uh, a political forum done by all, nothing but local artists and black folks. And, you know, AX is not just for black people. And I want white people to join too. But, uh, right. No, it's true. It's the truth. Uh, so it's just, it's good to see it. And the culture fest has been a success, uh, ever since they started it. Uh, and they always try to do something bigger and better. Uh, cause this, before COVID, they, <laughs> They had so many sponsors already uh, for this, the new culture set that they was going to do. And I still think they might do a virtual one. I'm not sure. Uh, um, they were going to give out uh, a couple of laptops. <laughs> so it, it's, it, it, was, it has become bigger than what people think. Uh, and their goal is to have this as a big festival for everybody to come to, and and that's what it, that's what it's for. It's, it's for the community. It's it's a free festival. You ain't got to pay for it yet. Um, I'm not gonna say they're not gonna charge. Yeah, uh, right. it's, it's <laughs> evolution. Y'all know it's evolution. <laughs> uh, so, but right now it's free to the public. All you gotta do is just come, pull up, and, and you're good. And, and if it's so hot, you can park so close. That you can sit in your car and get AC and listen to a, a concert. <laughs> concert, yeah, so, for real, for real. Um, 
but they also was gonna have a movie movie showing uh this year they, they uh a drive up movie theater uh so it's just different stuff that they was gonna do uh, so culture fest is still in effect uh just not face to face this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just due just due to the circumstances, but I definitely do believe that Culture Fest will be back in in real life. You know what I mean? And it's it's just beautiful what you you guys are able to you guys and women are able to do with with home. You know what I'm saying? Because home now it they, they do not give. First of all, there's not many places where people can perform at home. Mm-hmm. One, uh, two, the club or social life it isn't as um, vibrant as it used to be, and I, I use the word vibrant very, uh, very carefully there. Um, so it's not, it's not what it used to be, and so it's just, uh, it's, it's great that you guys give a chance to give a platform, not just at the radio station, but in real life too, because uh, it's, it's nothing like that real life reaction to your music, your yeah. work, your yeah. art, your, your blood, your sweat, your tears, your late nights uh everything in between and uh speaking of just like community work and things like that uh do you guys have anything that you you all are planning uh just like kind of maybe like with capital league or anything kind of like connecting those dots or anything man as of right now uh because of covid and all that stuff that's going on um capital league and capital basketball has been on on hold uh Mm-hmm. We for the Capitals here, uh we we are upset about it, uh but at the same time we understand. Um for the greater good. For the greater good, um because if people don't know, you know, uh most Greeks meet every month and to discuss different stuff that they want to bring to the community and uh do for kids or do for uh, the elderly or whatnot. Um, but we were, we are, we have not been able to do those things because of COVID. So a lot of stuff has been on hold and sheltered. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, best believe that Cavalier basketball will be back, um, hopefully in the spring. Um, and it's just it, it's just a, a wait patiently situation right now, and a lot of people are getting antsy because a lot of old heads are ready to do some stuff, but uh, are ready. Uh, let me rephrase: <laughs> not ready to do some stuff. Not ready to do some stuff. Tell tell us what we need to be doing, and and we can't do nothing right now. So uh, so it's just. It's just a sit and wait situation, and uh, I, I hate that for the kids because I really was hoping that Capital League would be up and going, you know, because we were we were plotting to uh, revamp it and do it a pilot in uh, the spring, this past spring, uh, but because of COVID and other things that perspired. Uh, we had to put that on hold again. So, yeah, put them on ice. Uh, so, but it is definitely on our agenda to get this back up and going because 
uh, young black men around around here need some type of guidance. Yes, Lord. Uh, because it is entirely too many, uh, too many, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Messy little <laughs> ass, uh, <laughs> little <laughs> ass youngsters, uh, that, that don't know how to fight, but they know how to pick up a gun and start shooting. Uh, yeah. you young boys are slaying that arm before they, you know, take their lick. Yeah, they, uh, they, they can't take their lick. They, they can't take a loss. That, that, yeah. that's the big, Honest truth. They, they are scared to take a loss. Take a L in, in here. You know, we all know if you lose, everybody gonna rag you for about a week, uh, about your loss. And some people can't take that. And, take that yeah. but, uh, if you lose, you lose. <laughs> like, like Pops used to say, <laughs> you lose some, <laughs> and you lose some, but you, yeah. if you live, to fight another day. Fight another day. That's just that's just that G shit right there that people don't don't understand. Well, the, the young ones they they don't understand it because you know they they see they they em, they emulate what they see and everything that they see ain't ain't really G. So and and and, and I you know I'm there's things that and you and me we've talked about this before and there's there's certain things that we're both working on to change that you know. Mm-hmm. And, and, back at the spot but you know we're gonna get to that we're gonna get to those things in time and so that really just kind of uh led me into just the for those that do not know like what are the what are the challenges that are that our city faces uh um, city faces as far as like uh and then just well not even just because it's we could we could go a whole another two hours about that, but <laughs> just you know what I'm saying. But and it's 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 hard to it's hard to get people in, engaged too. That's another thing. Uh, a lot of a lot of people say that they want things to do and things of that nature at home, but then whenever those opportunities are presented, a lot of people do not take advantage of those things that come about. And, and that goes back to what I, I was saying. There's a lot of people to hear that. They like to be a chief, but don't want to do the chief work ethic. Uh, but you got a lot of Indians that can help the chief if the Indians are willing to to not just – the word I'm looking for is jealousy has always been a black community problem. It's always played. Uh, always they played. envy. They envy too much. To the point where they they become jealous, or I wouldn't do it that way. I'll do it this way. Then how about you give the idea, get a group of people together, and and present that idea, and present mm-hmm. how how you can accomplish that idea, and maybe the chief will listen. But until you are able to present that you have a plan. You have uh, dialogued a plan. You have outlined—I mean, outlined a plan—and you showed examples how you can reach that plan. Shut your mouth. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, you got you—you got to have a plan. Like it's just like a bank. You can't go in the bank and say, "I want a loan. I I want a loan for a small business loan because uh, I I want to open a business." They are going to want to see your business plan, your business budget, 
and interview you and check your background to see if you pay back any of your debt. Yep. So it is not easy. You got to show an a a God given work ethic on trying to meet a goal. And that's where we we very, very lack at. We 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 talk a good game. We we talk a great game, but nobody has come to the game with a game plan. Yeah, where's your game plan? And, and I understand that that you want action, but what is your game plan? Exactly. You know so until you have a game plan, shut your mouth. Yeah. Uh, That's just the truth. It's the truth. It's the it's the, the hard truth, but hey, it's the truth. Some people need uh, to hear the truth, though. And and that's and another thing too. Um, and I will say this about home, and a lot of people don't like to support the wave first. A lot of people like to sit back, and you, uh-huh. you can call it hate, you can call uh-huh. it jealousy, uh-huh. you can call it envy, you can pick insert whatever word you want. But a lot of people like to wait until something is hot, and then they. Oh, I was I was down day one. You know what I'm saying? And don't get me wrong, for those that, that are down and whatever it is going on, salute. <laughs> salute. And you know what I'm saying? And is for the people that really do support and that, that are really are down with the things, you know what I'm saying? Y'all y'all gotta call people on, on, on that bullshit too. You know what I'm saying? You got yeah. to. You gotta you call got them. You, you gotta call, call them on their bull. And yeah, that's what I, I I give Dio and and all these young cats out here uh, props on getting the public and the black community into politics and into voting and into uh, wanting a change and a difference in their city. But sometimes, and, and I'm not saying they are, sometimes, we can put our foot in our own mouth. Yep. And and sometimes we get, sometimes we sometimes we win, sometimes we lose. But fact of the matter is, you tried, and you're giving people a try. So now it's time to take that try and change it into accountability to vote for that person again and. And and they they speaking on it. Uh, you got to get in that office. When you get in the office, your constituents expect you to do what's best for the community and what's best for them. If you have not done that, then that constituents or those constituents can vote them out. That's your power of voting. That's why a lot of people are saying go out and vote, and and just. Just a little quick snippet, quick little snippet uh, uh, idea for everybody. I want everybody to to vote, you know, presidential and everything, like whatnot. Yeah, let's get Orange Man out of there. But please, uh, please. <laughs> but what really, and a lot of a lot of people are confused. And I want I want them to be unconfused. Talk to them. Government 
federal government is good. Okay. Vote for your federal uh representatives, your federal senators and your your president. That's 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 wonderful. But federal money don't always come to the city. To your front door. To your front door. What really comes to your front door is city and state rules and regulations and policies. So, and that's what affects your economy and your community. So, when you vote for president and vote for the the federal uh, senators and and stuff like that, that's cool. But I need you to vote locally. I need you to vote for your local councilmen, your local uh, your local mayors, your uh, regional governors, regional uh, representative, representative, state representatives, police chiefs, all that, and police chiefs. Well, police chief uh, is appointed. You want to you want to vote for your sheriffs. Yeah, your so, sheriffs. That's my apologies. Sheriffs and uh, your city marshals. Uh, okay. Because because those are the ones that's going to affect your community, not the federal people. It's not the city. <laughs> yeah, not who you see on TV. It's the ones that's behind the screens that's doing the work. Your local. The locals matter, your locals man. Your, your locals matter, man. Your locals will change the the entire ship. I've I've seen and, how and what, and, and what people what people fail to realize and fail to understand is that your your city government is what brings franchises here. Mm-hmm. Is are not bringing here, uh, better yet, have bids to bring it here and have conversations on the opportunity to have it here. And I, and I want people to understand Alexandria is not was not supposed to be a small city. No, not ever. It's, if you look at uh, where Alexandria is on the map, boy, y'all better put two and two together. We we are the hub of Louisiana. The original hub city. We are the hub city. Also, I want other people to realize your city councilmen, your city councilmen are the ones that bring businesses here. Like Alexandria, I know a lot of people don't know this, but uh, the BMW uh, factory that that's in Alabama and and in Mississippi was supposed to be in Alexandria. Yeah, they, they lost the bid because they couldn't come to a decision they always want to argue and what what this person going to do for me if I do this for him it's not all about that that greater good community that factory would have brought 200 to 400 jobs just like we were Uh, supposed to have the casino casino boat supposed to have a casino boat and I just I just found out this I don't know how true it is but you know, Universal uh, Studios was supposed to be in Pineville. Wow. Wow. When, back when it was, you know, you probably, I don't even know if you were born then, when Alexandria was known as Alexandria slash Pineville, Louisiana. They were together. 
it was supposed to be a together thing. And it's just, it, we just lose, we lose bids because they can't, you got too many chiefs and not enough Indians. And you need a chief to just get you across that, that finish line. But you gotta let the chief lead. And if you let the chief lead, maybe he can lead you to the water. It's the crawfish effect. Yep. Exactly. If, if y'all don't know what that is, go ahead and go look it up. It's the crawfish effect and y'all just go check that out. You know what I'm saying? And uh You're definitely right, man. You're definitely right. We and our city has opportunity, major, major opportunity. And it's all there. It's all there. There are creative minds in that city. There are creative minds that hail from that city. Um, but you know what I'm saying? And and I say all that, and Chico said all that to say, and I say the same thing. You know, it don't, you never hurting nobody whenever you supporting somebody. You know what I'm saying? No matter if that's a retweet, a share, a comment, you bigging up somebody, you showing them genuine love. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's that's never that's never gonna hurt. You know what I'm saying? That only makes you better as, as a as a person. You give what you get. And if you're if you're always walking around talking down on people, hey, uh, that speaks about a lot about your soul. But for for the people that are really out here showing love, genuine love, amongst many platforms. You know, we, we salute those people, and and trust me, we see those people. We see you. You know what I'm saying? And and appreciate and we appreciate you from from the bottom of my heart. I promise, I do. And you know, so going into uh, you did you did hint about politics and voting, and you know what I'm saying? We definitely do have a, a huge. Uh, we definitely have some major things to vote on coming up here, and it's it's going to be here sooner than you know. It's, it's as I look down, it's November third. Yeah, yeah. November third coming, coming up, and for all of you who are old enough to vote, and if you voted in, uh, that was 2016, if memory serves correct. Um, if you if you have any type of decency in your heart, and the day 45 won the election, that day and the following day. I can't speak for anybody else, but I can speak for myself, and I, I will just speak for myself here. If you didn't feel a weight on you, if you didn't feel like you lost a fight that day or those couple days, if you had an opportunity to make a difference and you did not make a difference, please make a difference this time around. Please make a difference this time around because we see the uh, the aftershocks of that election hmm. today hmm. so and just a quick, uh, quick side note quick side note sure. if you if you are not on papers for pro, parole or probation you have the right to reapply for your right to vote yes. I, I say that again if you're not on papers you can vote again you just have to reapply and get approved. And that's all you got to do. And you can practice voting. You can you can rock the vote what they used to say. But you have to know the laws 
And the law is, if you're not on papers and you paid all your fees, you can vote again. Yes, sir. So we have we have opportunities. We definitely have opportunities, and false information is spread all the time. So please, please, please take it upon yourselves, people. We're in the year 2020. We have all the information that we need at, at and it's in our hand. It's in our pocket. It's on our nightstand. You know what I'm saying? You walk around with all the information in the world right there in, in your phone. Please, please, please look into voting. Encourage your friends. Encourage your family. Encourage your coworkers. Encourage the young ones. You know what I'm saying? And encourage everybody to get out there, go vote, to make a difference in in, in our country because we we got some things that we need to change. You know what I'm saying? As the black community, we got a, our agenda and for the greater of society. You know what I'm saying? We we definitely have we have work to do. So, uh, cause I'll go ahead. You know what I'm saying? I'll go ahead and let you let you get some of the last words in now. Uh, as we can about to go ahead and go ahead and wrap up the show here. And I I definitely just want to say I appreciate you for. Uh, you know, as we we can do this for hours and hours and hours on the end, yeah. and it don't even it's this is nothing like scripted, you know. what I'm Saying like this is just these are things that just we we just talking about we we just, we, we just talk about like this is just regular conversation for us. And so, uh, go ahead, Chico, what you got? Well, uh, I, I want to thank you for inviting me to be on the show. Uh, I'm very privileged and, and honored, my brother. Um, right on. But uh, anytime. Also, tune in to Chico Dose Reality uh, on Thursdays. Uh, probably won't be this Thursday, but I'm I will put a promo out this week on announcing uh, the next show, which will probably more than likely be next Thursday. Uh, normally, I'm on at eight eight thirty. If we having uh, difficulties, <laughs> so uh. So uh, tune in. We we talk about a, a array of things uh, about relationship, dating, marriage, uh, sex, uh, uh, politics. Uh, again, cultural issues and different stuff that you know people misinterpret about each other. Uh, so. Um, you can follow me on Facebook. I have a fan page. It's called Chico's Dose of Reality Podcast Show. You can also find me on Twitter at Chico D O R twelve. Um, and trust and believe it, it it's hilarious, but it's real. Uh, also tune in to a True Lady uh, Catch a Teeth podcast. Uh, also on Facebook. Uh, she's also on Twitter and on YouTube and on SoundCloud. And I think that's it. Uh, but tune in to her on Wednesdays at eight. Um, again, she talks about celebrity news, new releases of albums, how we feel about it, uh, relationship topics, uh, uh, Men and women, uh, differences. Oh yeah, on Chico's Dose of Reality, we do a battle of the sexes. Which, oh, man. Oh, man. which, which has always been a 
go-to for me because it's always hilarious. It's always funny to see men and women uh, battle (laughs) because they want to get their point across. Uh, But I used to do a live show uh, because of COVID. I, I couldn't do a damn live show. COVID messed up a lot. I just want people to know that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I was going to do a live uh, podcast show uh, with Battle of Sexes just to just to put one out. But I think I'm going to wait until everything's open and clear and, and do a live show. Live show, live show. Um, but tune in to us, uh, Future 106. Uh, got a fan page. Just look it up. You'll see all our pictures, all our biographies, and and stuff that we discuss amongst ourselves about you know rappers and entertainers. So yeah, yeah I'm talking about they got skits, y'all. They got all kind of stuff <laughs> like <laughs> like they have all kind of stuff going on. And it's creative people. It's genuine people. It's honest people. Who they are in in who they are, they're like they're they're just real people from the front door. Like from the front door, they they welcome you with open arms. You know what I'm saying? They gonna sh- they show love to who love. You know what I'm saying? And it's just man, it, it's so humbling when when, when, when the door is open. When people just come up to me like, man, I I listened to you last night. Uh, man, it's like, and just be like, damn, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, can I take a picture with you? Take a picture with you? Nigga, I'm just Chico. <laughs> I'm a local dude. <laughs> I'm just Can't be the same picture. way. You're like, take a picture? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I am a local citizen. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just me. Uh, if I do, if God bless me to make it, make it to that point, I'm still gonna be me. I don't yeah. care how much money I got. Right. I'm still gonna come to the hood. Be like, "What's up, Negroes?" Yeah. yeah. So it's still it's right just, down the same spot. So I ain't I ain't changing no cars. <laughs> Might add a car. Yeah. But hey, we just people, man, and and that's what people gotta realize. You know, celebrities make mistakes. You know, uh, they people. And just. And also, uh, quick side note, uh, if you feel like you, you, you know, you need to talk to somebody, man, reach out and go, go get some counsel, man. It's, go get some counsel. It's, it's nothing wrong with it. It's an, it's a natural situation where you just talk. You just talk it out. So don't be shamed. It's, it's a lot of people that be shamed to go do it. Hell, uh, a lot of us them peed and boo booed in the damn pool before. You wasn't too yeah. damn shame to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Some of y'all be adults you, doing that. Y'all are sick. <laughs> I want y'all to know that. I bet I, I bet y'all won't pee in that damn pool right now. <laughs> Cause yeah. it's gonna show up green. <laughs> it's, it's gonna come back a different way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah most definitely. Chico, I definitely thank you for you know what I'm saying, coming through, carving out time for the boy. Um once again, this is the Perspective Podcast, Episode 7 with Counselor Chico. Uh, I am your host, Marty Lee, a.k.a. Marty Manziel. Uh, we're going to put those links down there for uh, Future 106, Chico.
Ghost Dose of Reality. Um, we'll put all those links down there. And uh, yeah, man, y'all come through, come check us out. Check out Chico on SoundCloud. Check out the whole Future 106 staff. Tune in, tap in, listen. Give them a try. Give those artists a, a listen. And uh, like we always say at the end of the show, man, we I, I thank I thank y'all. I thank y'all for just tuning in, tapping in. Chico, I thank you again. Uh, thank you, family, that's going to tune in and listen. Thank you, friends, that's going to tune in and listen. Y'all like this, share this, post this. Y'all go crazy with it. Um, and like we, like I 